It's another episode of the Journey from Due to Dad podcast. It's Kevin Walker. He's Mike Mickle. We have a guest this time. We do. His name is Jay Borbeck. And, you know, we talk about different people in our lives, and we were talking in previous podcasts about how we're at different stages of life. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm older, but... You're apparently going to be a grandpa soon. Now, stop. <laughs> so, in a, a previous episode, we talked about my six, almost seven-year-old said to me a couple weeks ago, Dad, you're going to be a grandpa soon. I'm sorry, what? Do I need to talk to your sister? I didn't know about this. <laughs> no, no, no. I just mean you're in your 50s, so you must be a grandpa soon. And then you're going to die. Um, okay. Wrong on both accounts. Thank you so much. I'm like, what? Again, no concept of time. So, she thinks 52 is... I'm like, your grandpa is like 76, honey. I don't know what that means. You're going to die soon. Nope. You're wrong. I'm like, I'm going to live long enough to put you through college, and I'll live your mom just to be spiteful. Yep. And I, I, my money's on you. Oh, yeah. So, Jay. I'm, I'm put my mind to it. Jay's older than me, by the way. But So, I knew you were going to work that in. You're like, he's slightly older than me. He's the elder statesman no, of this group. He's he's senile. Senile. Yeah. Yeah, he should be a grandpa now. Or dead. But... I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's such harsh choices. Grandpa, dead. Dude to uh, dad to dead. There exactly. we go. Right? That's yeah. true. That's yeah. That's yeah, the next that's, step. That's 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 how the journey goes. Uh, so Matt and Joey, uh, Jay's son, have played basketball together since they were in second grade, and so just what was it, Jay? A week or two ago, we saw yeah. senior night, and I don't know. There was just something that. At that moment, just it was surreal watching us all walk out on that court with these little boys. That I mean, we were even little getting, boys that are seventeen and eighteen years old. I and know. Down on us, yes. yeah, well, exactly. and the, yeah. They're tall. Well, though, is Matt as tall as you now? He has grown a tremendous. Oh, he's taller amount. Is than he? me. I guess well, I haven't seen the two of you together in a while. Matt's six three. Because that, that is that he really? Hair. Yeah. See, well, have you seen Matt's hair? It's, well, I have. That's at yeah. least an inch and a yeah, half. Yeah, of his height, I've seen, I yeah. Think, I guess yeah. I. I still remember, again, my wife is was a fifth grade teacher and had Matt as a teacher. And survived. And survived. And always says he was a polite young man. He was on his best behavior, evidently, the entire year. Uh-huh. He saved it up for sixth grade, evidently. Or for home. <laughs> or for home. The evenings and the weekends, yeah. True. Well, in, a, in the last episode, we talked about how my, my younger daughter is now kind of like a huge pain in the ass. I mean, she's no to this, no to that. Katie sent me a text yesterday. The sensors that, are going to be bleeping. Yeah, yeah. You know. I'm sure you can't hear anything worse on a podcast anywhere. Uh, this, the text she sent me was from someone that talked about how if your kids are complete jerks at home and angels in public, that you're doing your job. That they feel at home, they can let loose and just be a jerk because they feel safe with mom and dad. I'm like, well, then for sure our kid is really on the right path because she is a... <laughs> A one grash, you know, great jerk at home. That kid is just. I'm not going to bed. You, you are going to bed. Why are we even having this discussion? Go to bed. Karen and I had that talk when the kids were young too, and we said if they're going to be a punk, let them be a punk at home and not out in the yeah, public. Yeah, I you suppose. Know? And so they did to a certain extent, but you know, I, I still do a lot of work on just. Different fronts with QC Family Focus and some of the documentaries and things that we've done. Um, and I, at the end of the day, while they really tired me out, I can't complain. I, that, we've got three reasonably well-adjusted, polite young adults that respect their parents and respect others. You know, yeah. I, yeah. When they grow into young adults that... You know you're going to love them, but when but you, you really want to hang like out with them, them yeah, you, know, you, like you like them, them and that's a cool feeling. And now you've got a daughter that Kels is wrapping up. She's a senior. Year. She's a senior. She'll now. be graduating here oh, in about three months. So, wow. so what's that like for you? I, you know, it's one of those unknowns. I don't know what to expect. Uh, she uh, plans on staying up there in Iowa City afterwards and looking for a job up there because her boyfriend still got another semester or so because he's in the reserves and he's over in Kandahar right now. So yeah. he'll be back finished. Reese up. is a great young man. I've had the pleasure of meeting uh, him yes. and out serving our country and everything. And thank you to Reese and the others that are doing that as well. So Yeah, and it was kind of interesting. You know, you never really think about that with the military aspect. But for work the other day, I just ran into a guy and... 
he had a lot of military stuff around and, and I said, well, hey, thank you for your service. I appreciate it. And he said, well, my son's uh, over in Kandahar right now. And I said, oh, really? I said, well, that's awesome. Uh, and I said, my daughter's boyfriend is also. And he said, really, um, which group? And I told him and they're in the same are you kidding? Wow. Road, even though they're not from the same town or mm -hmm. anything else, but yeah. So he said, I'm going to text, text my son right small. away. And that's cool. So, yeah. So Jay has another child that's in between Matt and Cam. Okay. So while for me, the journey is almost over. He still you can take a, a nap soon. Years. Your journey is almost over. I, I might be dead right soon, now, but I'm you need a nap. <laughs> I'm about to doze off right now. Jeez. I'm just telling you. At my age. <laughs> you constantly say that. I'm tired. I'm older than you. You're well, supposed to die soon, according to King. <laughs> you, you're on borrowed time then. But at least I have the realization that my six-year-old is out of her mind. But I'm like, according to my doctor, I might live at least a couple more years. You know, when you think that everybody around you is crazy, mm -hmm. it might be time. It yes. might be time. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It just, it's, I mean, it is, it's so funny how a six, almost seven-year-old mind works. Oh, yeah. She, really I mean, is. she has, I mean, she gets numbers, but I don't think she has any concept. She just thinks that dad is way older than mom, which is true. I'm 13 years older than my second wife. Um, and I'm like, I mean, we figured this out this week. My mother-in-law is 60. I am closer to my mother-in-law's age than I am to my to my wife's age. I could date your mother-in-law. Well, if I was Well, you married. could if you weren't tied down to that Karen Mickle lady. <laughs> okay, well, well Jay, <laughs> I might have, I might have, if you weren't all of, you know, married and all. I might have graduated wow. with your mother-in-law. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that's right. Jay was held back. Mm. <laughs> I mean, well, they used to do that back in the day. Yes. Back in the back day, in the usually, day. usually oh with restraints. That's yeah, right. So. <laughs> so how many different children do you have? Do you have four or three? Well, I prefer all different. I was going to say, I prefer to not think of this different. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I have a 30-year-old now from my first marriage. Okay. And then I have a daughter. She's getting married this summer here. And then I have Kelsey, who's... Uh, 21 up in Iowa City. Then we have Joey, who's a senior. And then we have Connor, who is a sophomore at Pleasant Valley. See, someone after my own heart who's, who's been divorced, got remarried. I mean, yeah. it, it, because fatherhood, we talk about this all the time, whether it's grandpas or da young dads who are just having their first child or someone who's divorced and remarried or divorced. There, there's such a, a wide swath of fatherhood. It's not all, you know... I have two kids, I have three kids, I have this, I have that. Maybe it's I'm remarried, I'm divorced, I'm a grandpa, I'm widowed, I'm, I'm married, whatever it might be. There are some things that are very similar and other things that are completely different from each dad's journey, which is to me, I mean, I have two kids and I can barely keep track of those two. I don't know how the two of you do it with multiple children. And you're like, okay, this one's doing this and this one's doing that. And I got to call this one today. And well, on the days that I remember that I have three, <laughs> it's not that difficult. It's those days that I don't. When you wake up from the nap in your office, yes. <laughs> someone knocks on your door and you're like, I'm awake. I'm awake. Oh, oh. You got me. Is it Sunday yet? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> exactly. It, it's a challenge for sure. It's a challenge for sure. But so what? Well, what's going through your mind as the boys get ready to graduate in a few months, and basketball will be over? Yeah, you There's, know, as we discussed before, Joey still plays soccer, so we'll be rolling into that we'll season that. very quickly here. But you know, I guess the thing that helps a little bit is Joey and Connor are so close together uh, in age. They played a lot of the same sports together, so the last few years. They've been on the same team mm -hmm. or the same group or whatever. I mean, even Connor kind of hangs out with Matt a little bit when his older brother will let him. And, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, so, you know, it helps a little bit that way. Having a boy, girl, boy the way you did, uh, you know, that kind of Kate's totally doing something totally different than what Matt is. And you don't normally get to kind of string that together. And there's enough difference age-wise between yeah. yours. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. You know. It's like doing it all for the – it's almost like doing it all over again. Right. There's just enough time to forget what you learned the first time. Because between – I mean, there is as much gap between my wife and I in age and the difference in my two children. It, it is literally like doing it for the first time all over. I'm like, yeah. I don't remember this. This is awful. What did I do? How do I? How did I handle this? Yep. You know, it is uh, well. You talk about 
the relationship as well. And I didn't even know they were doing this until Matt brought it up because he was very disappointed that his parents weren't doing the same thing. Jeez. But as um, the boys in football were making their way toward the Dome, they got to a certain ex- to a certain level with football and got to a certain game where they were getting closer. And Kyle started Venmoing Matt money, saying, "Great job tonight! Congratulations on a great game! Here's ten bucks! Here's twenty bucks! Whatever." Then Kate started doing the same thing. So they were enabling their brothers not try to save any kind of money, you know. Sure. It's, and now they're doing it with basketball. And so Matt finally said, I'm wanting to know when mom and dad are going to kick in. I said, you have my credit card. What do you, really? Uh, we're paying point. for your shoes that you leave exactly. all over your room. Yeah. Turn That's him so into funny. a pay-for-play athlete here. So. Yeah, really? Wow. So, yeah. But, you know, even the fact that Kyle and Kate are at that point where they want to show their support for their younger brother. That it's, is pretty it's neat. It's a cool feeling. You yeah, know, that really is pretty is. neat. Well, I mean, that, that they're close enough in age, and they want to be together, and they want to spend time together. Like with my two daughters, they're 13 years apart, so Caitlin yeah. feels like she's like the older sister. She wants right. to be part of her life. If they were four years apart, it would be like a cat fight. I mean, that your three kids are like, oh, we care about each other, and... You know, we don't, mom and dad aren't going to, like, send any money. We'll take care of your next haircut. Poor Matt needs, I mean, he needs a haircut. That kid needs a haircut. Oh, he needs a head trimmer, but that's okay. That's just. He's like the teen, he's like the teen idol. I mean, he's just, he's got the perfect hair, perfectly quaffed, and he's just, he's chiseled. He's a good looking kid. Yeah. The team and, and just other people that we know go, you know. That hair's out of control, but Matt wears oh. it so well. <laughs> but he looks you good. Can't, you can't give him grief. Well, Joey awesome. was the same way. Joey's hair was high and puffy like Matt's, and I take a lot of pictures of the, the boys when they're playing yeah. in their games. I had several pictures where as they're running down the court, you know, one minute they're 6'3", then they're 6'5", <laughs> yeah. and then they're 6'3", the way their hair, the hair is moving, just yeah. puffs up and down. But, yeah. Yep. Yep, but, but those boys are really tight, you know. And again, yeah. I can remember when Kyle was going through this, yeah, and me going, "Wow, will we ever experience this again?" Because those boys were just so close, and they still, when they come back home, will come in and say, "Hi, Dad," and give me a hug. And, you know, when you've got a Will Carius who's six seven, six eight, who has to lean that far down, sure, like I need to jump, yeah, just to give him a hug, yep. And Carter Milam, and you know, and I mean, yep. it's just a at that point, you're like, holy crap, we did it. And, you know, we've got a lot of memories there, and this is really cool. And yeah. now these boys, when they come over to the house, I just – I love it. I love it when the boys yeah. – when Jacob Townsend and and Matt obviously lives there, uh, so he's there. But then you've got Joey and the others, and they're just – they're all so tight. They're so close with each other that it's just a great feeling. And they play – they play sports that way, too. They do. They're, They're really a team, aren't they? They are the epitome of out for each other in all the right ways. They support each other. There's no egos. There's no anything. Um, when one is struggling, the other four will pick yeah. it up and, yeah. and whatever. I mean, they just – and afterwards, they're immediately, oh, hey, you know, that was great, you know, whatever uh, – I've and never... let's go eat. Dad, can I have money? Yeah. Really? Dad, would you Venmo me some money? I need to eat. My sister only sent me 10 bucks. No, I get it. I mean, that's, I mean. Exactly. Kate's falling on hard times. That mama tuition's not cheap. Yeah, really? <laughs> so if you had to sum up fatherhood at this particular moment in your life, how would you sum it up? That's the reporter in me, Kev. Yeah, that's a good that's question. A question. Good question. I would have to say probably some of the most enjoyable times of being a father because when you're younger, or when they're younger, I guess you are too, but... Uh, kind of goes hand in hand. Not as young yeah. as me, you two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Says the guy still in his 50s. <laughs> I'm still in mine. Shut up. Technically. You... you uh, you're there for them, but they're not so much. You know, they come up and give you a hug because sure. you're dad. They sit in your lap and everything else. But there's not that kind of like what you were just saying, Mike, that exchange that you have with them now. Mm-hmm. And you just, this time, uh, 
the time that they're in high school, and I feel really sad for any dads who don't have that kind of relationship with their boys, uh, because there is some that boys just kind of want to go their own direction, they're quiet or whatever, but I love nothing better than sitting around with them, seeing what they're becoming, and just chatting with them, you know, getting their perspective on, you know, watching the Iowa game, watching the Iowa State game, where else, hey, what's your perspective? Well. Iowa State sucks. Hey, well, I can't argue with that this year. Not at all. So, yes. But, uh, you know, it's Disclaimer. Just, yeah. yeah. Jay's opinions may not represent those. <laughs> all of the state of Iowa. Just the eastern part well, of the wait state. A wait a minute. All the journey my, from dude to dad does not Most of them. All of us not all of them. All of us that went there for the last That's right. years uh, kind of feel that way. I mean, you'd be year. right. Iowa State is not exactly, uh, you know, no. a powerhouse this year. No. But anyway, uh, you're like yeah, a I, swift breeze, not a cyclone at this I, point. That, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for that analogy. <laughs> I'll be here all week. <laughs> but it's just been, I, I find it really, really enjoyable. You know, it's kind of like you just said, you look forward to I See, and that's the fascinating part for me, having just two daughters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 mean I, I realize now that I'm not going to have a son because I don't think that, you know, and, and God forbid that suddenly I get the, hey, I got to tell you something. Oh, hey, what? I, I'll be in a wheelchair when that kid's playing high school basketball. But hey, Tony Randall. I'll buy the beer. Oh, really? Yeah, you, yeah, need it. yeah, exactly. You'd be like, just keep him coming. Just yeah. two rounds. Tony Randall. He's going to die soon anyway. I, well, that's Tony what I, I mean. That's true. Daughter. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I. I love my two daughters. I mean, yes. but I played high school ba- or high school and college basketball. Played some other sports. Do I do I wish I had a son? Absolutely. I mean, I listen to you guys sure, talk right. about your kids and play football and basketball. And the thing that I think I wish I had more than anything isn't so much a son or two. It's having two daughters, but only one is at home at any given time. Yes, right. The ability to like actually have a relationship with more than one child at one time. I mean, my relationship with my daughter, my older daughter, it's a, it's ongoing. She's a college student. She's kind of like, she's on her way. Right. And then I have the six-year-old at home. I would love to have two kids at home at the same time where it would be an eight-year-old and a six-year-old or a 10-year-old and a six-year-old. The and ability right. to be able to go to, to, to son number one or number two and for me, I'm pretty much locked into one kid all the time. She has all my attention. Good for her. I mean, yep. although she thinks I'm going to be dead soon. So, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. We but paid she, her to say that just in case you were wondering. She said it with a dead day. face, too. She was like, Dad, I just, I mean, you're 52. You could be dead soon. You should be a grandpa soon. What? She has <laughs> the such spunk. That, that I kid, love that I don't know girl. where oh, she Oh, my goodness. That's Pleasant Valley Schools for you. Yeah. I mean, exactly. there you go. <laughs> Uh, Disclaimer: My yeah. wife is a teacher in the Pleasant Valley system. Strong, they make them strong. They do. Sure. They, oh yeah, that's her thing. Spartan strong. That's uh, all I ever hear. Exactly. Spartan strong. <laughs> yep, I agree. I get. I got you. I got you, kid. That's awesome. And we didn't have that. We had all three of them at home. You know, and I, I can't, I can't argue with the birth order because. Kyle was our first, and so mm-hmm. we experienced everything first through Kyle's eyes. I mean, that's just how it happened. But then all of a sudden, Kate came along, and she had different interests, and so she's the only girl. And so we got to experience a lot of different things with her. And then Matt came along, and he was the bonus baby, as Karen will tell you, and then all of a sudden, he's the baby. So yeah. we don't want to miss a moment because we know this is it. You know, we're- well, and, and, that's, and that's different because you're right. You maybe you not that you missed a bunch of things with your two older kids but or even where you're at with with multiple kids who played sports it's a situation where and even with like Caitlin like she was a cheerleader throughout high school I didn't really start like being like oh because she went to Dubuque Wallard and which is where I'm from Dubuque my ex-wife lives there it wasn't until she was a senior that I'm like if I don't drive up on Tuesday night to watch her cheerlead I'm not going to see it again so suddenly her senior year I was at everything show choir uh, mock trial I was like in Dubuque more than I was in Davenport and my wife give her credit she would be like, you're never going to get this time back. you got to go. Amen. Camden will be here forever. You're going to see her for the next Amen. 18 years. So I would spend a lot of time in Dubuque. I don't regret any of it. Right. There are just times I'm like, well, maybe I should have gone and watched her as a sophomore cheerleader. Or I should have gone to mock trial as a junior. Because now I'm like, I spent all that time in Dubuque as a senior. And I don't regret it. I, I'm glad that I got to see it. But it is 
for me, like with Camden, I'm like, well, whatever she does, I got plenty of time because she's I'm here. Right. I see her every day. So if she goes and does a dance recital and I don't see it right away or if I like only go to one dance competition, I'm not missing out. We're going to do the next podcast though, when she's going to be 14. That's I mean, true. It just seems like it goes that quickly. She's going to be seven years old in April. I mean, that is, to me, it was like yesterday that we were like trying to get pregnant, going through infertility treatments, decided to adopt. That whole process was so incredible. Her birth mother actually had her birthday this week, and we're still fairly close with Julie. Julie lives in St. Louis. Every year on her birthday, I rec- I have Camden record a video on my phone, and we email it to, to her birth mother, and I can see her on the other end of the phone crying because she just she's still so vested in Camden. She never gets in the way. She never like steps on her toes as a parent, but she always wants, hey, how's, how's Camden doing? How's she doing? How's this? How's that? And Camden calls her Aunt, Aunt Julie. You know, she sees her as someone who's important. She doesn't really fully understand what the heck's going on. Right. She just knows she's like my birth mother. Well, she doesn't know what that means, but but you two do. And yeah, what a great absolutely. Gift she gave. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. But yeah. you know, kind of the same thing, Kevin. Uh, my my daughter that's up at Iowa, for the most part, gave up sports her senior year. Got into singing and all the rest mm-hmm. of that stuff. And all of a sudden, you're in new territory that you're not really. How do you go cheer for that? How do you sure. do whatever? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, different. You, yeah. you sit there, you quietly, and you're like, but you're amazed. There is so many talented kids yeah. at the high school level, mm-hmm. and they're just, it's fun. And you That's do. true. You kind of go, I wish my daughter maybe would have done this a year or two ago, because she seems to enjoy this yeah. a whole lot more, and so yep. do I. Yep. You know? so, Kate never really wanted to stick with anything too long. She would get bored with it. You know, and so she, you know, she had gymnastics for a while when she was young, and 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 I think she had one season of basketball when she was young. She twirled the baton, and as tiring as it can get, listening to marching music over and over again <laughs> during those competitions, I never got tired of watching her out there doing that. And then she finally decided that wasn't for her. Yeah. And then. So when she got to high school, then it was band and it was swim. Mm-hmm. And I was still the obnoxious dad at the end of the pool yelling for her. That's where she wanted to be and what she wanted to do. But the boys, they would have rather gotten a wisdom tooth pulled without <laughs> anesthesia than sit through one more baton competition. Sure. They were, our games were an hour to an hour and a half. Hers were eight Hours of it's a long day. I yeah, can still remember Kyle saying that. I'm like, you're going to sit there, and be quiet, and applaud when it's appropriate. Try going to a dance competition on a Saturday afternoon. Ooh. It's like the never-ending, like you know. Well, I think baton competitions are a lot like that because it's in a Very gym much. and it's yeah. They have all the different competitions, but yeah, it's well, you, like with Camden, she's in like this last this season, she's in three different dances. So I will sit there. For seems like forever, and watching other kids who parents absolutely love their children, I'm like, I can appreciate your child. That's cute. Oh, mine's mine's up next. And those like two and a half, three minutes that she's on stage, uh, I'm like, why am I why am I videotaping it again? I got it last time. It's like it is like the best three minutes of my weekend. Yep, it's amazing. And whether she like miss, misses the tap or the step, or if she does a great job, it's just. And maybe it's being a divorced dad who, with my older daughter, I didn't see as much because she lived in Dubuque, and I I saw her when I could, and I spent a lot of time with her, had her almost every weekend. I just, when I can go see something, if I've seen it 10 times, I don't care. It's like the first time. It's It's like the first time all over again. That, you know, one of the dances she's doing right now this year is to the Nat King Cole song, uh, the L-O-V-E, the love song. It's just this cute little tap song and every time i'm like oh that's so cute that's so sweet i i don't think it's because you're a divorced dad i mean i can remember that because i got to see the world through a completely different set of eyes with kate Mm -hmm. than i have with the boys and so i didn't mind sitting in that gym for eight nine hours you know because i was watching my baby girl shine that's right it was just you know, it was so cool for me. And even when she was in the pool and watching her swim. Yeah. And I, you know, there again, it's hot, it's humid, it's enclosed, it's loud. But that stuff didn't... If I walk in there now, 
I would be wanting to get the heck out of well, there. Well, I mean, to, I think, is that what parenthood is about? Or is it because I'm trying to soak up every single ounce of and moment as a divorced, remarried dad? Am I soaking it all up? Or is that what parenthood is really about? I think parenthood at our age... I think it's definitely Speak for yourself. I think it's... Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I think it's... I don't know. I mean, I've always been incredibly in love with Kyle. He was my first. He made me a dad. I yeah. cherished every moment. I don't know that I cherished it to the same level that I did with Kate, knowing she was my only girl Yeah. and the stuff that she was doing. And then... You know, and then now with Matt, I'm doing it on a different level because I know this is it. Uh, you know, and yeah. unless there's a modern miracle of science, there will be <laughs> that would no be more Mickle babies. The double bonus baby. Yeah. Oh, I, if that oh. conversation ever happens, I would like to be there with cameras. <laughs> sure you would. This, yeah. this just in. Mike Mickle and Karen Mickle to have a baby. Oh, can you imagine? That would be. There'd that be would be. He look at the look at the look on his face. He's like, we tried to get an interview with Mike, but he's rocking back and forth was, and not talking. He's in the, corner. in the corner. He can't speak. He's non-communicative. And what he does say, we have to bleep. So yeah, he has exactly. my goodness, that's oh, yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus, I cannot imagine. I love my three. Love. My well, that's three. what I mean. I can't even at fifty-two. I can't even imagine having another kid now. Oh, you know, oh. at the age our kids are now, if they were that age. You would say that to oh, start sure. over yeah. and do it all from the beginning to go through all that, the long nights of when they can't sleep, uh, you know, doing all the yeah. rest of this stuff. No, yeah. that, the long that's nights the when I can't sleep. <laughs> no, yeah, no one's babying me when I'm awake at three in the morning. I don't get burped. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, not in, that's, that's not in Karen's not job description. No, that's the. Well, Kevin's closer to that than I am because he's about to die. <laughs> Well, then all the so pens. says a six-year-old. I mean, <laughs> consider the source. Consider yeah. the source. Wow. We're just having a good old time here. Maybe it's a change of location. We're not at Caddy's this yeah. week. Maybe that's part <laughs> of what it, it is. It? The Valley Inn is treating us right. This that's is right. Mm-hmm. And we brought in a dad that's older than us. Which mm-hmm. you know? That's true. That always makes me feel good when someone's older than me. Although I'm every, always older than Every you. episode is like that with you. That's true. Shut up. We need a grandpa on the show. That's what we need. Yeah. There, there's got to be one out there that we know, right? I would think could so. Be younger than me. Well, that's true. It could be. He could be younger than me. <laughs> well, that's true as well. He might be younger than you, actually. Oh, that's possible. <laughs> that would be a little bit tricky, but that's possible. That was twenty-five, possible. twenty-five, and yeah, I'd, yeah, sure. Why not? I think it works. I think it works. I mean, but you know, you said earlier that you didn't remember some of this stuff as much with your first daughter. Whatever. I think when you're younger, you just don't. You're aware, but you don't appreciate. Oh, I think, I think he, that's true, yeah. yeah. Even if you didn't have an older daughter and your daughter now is your first one, I think just because when you're younger, there's just too many things that are a priority or a distraction in your life. You're not paying attention to the things you probably should. I think even being a my career was more a distraction when the kids were younger right. than it is now. Not saying that I don't still need to make a living for my family, but it had a different level of meaning back when the kids were younger i mean i feel like i was much more responsible for their well-being and their financial well-being then right right. you know now they're 23 they're 21 and 18 i can say see ya yeah i wouldn't say see ya but you know what i mean it's just different than when they're eight six and three well yeah they got to eat and they have to have a place to sleep and now they're somewhat self-sufficient i guess to an extent i mean they are and your kids are well adjusted they're smart uh, they they kind of know the world. I mean, I mean, Kyle's moving on to a new gig, and he's going to a new state, a new city. Is he? I mean, is he like totally gung ho, or is he like oh a little apprehensive, or is he like ready to go? You know, I think he's ready for the next chapter. You're the one that's like apprehensive. I'll always be apprehensive when my kids leave. But with that said, he went to see friends in Iowa City this weekend, and he was texting. Karen and me before he left and said, so what do you guys have going on? And Karen said, well, I've got to work on Sunday. I offered to pick up a shift for someone. And I said, I should be around. I've got some family-focused stuff to do, but I, I don't have any local force stuff to do. 
So he kind of mulls it over, and he says, okay, how about if I go to Iowa City tonight, which was Friday evening, which was fine, and stay there through Saturday, and then I'm going to get back early on Sunday, and we can hang out together. And I'm like, that's fine. You know, and and he's made some other offers as well. Like he contacted me, I don't know, two weeks ago now, and invited me to dinner. And so we went to dinner together. Did you pick up the check? He picked up the check. Really? Well, so we went to, not to give them a shameless plug, but he wanted to go to Pizza Ranch, and so you got to pay for I the buffet when you Ranch. come in. And so he said, Dad, I've got a, a booth in the back, uh, and I've already paid, so don't pay when you come in. Nice. And so, and we just had a great conversation. So I really do think whenever Kyle starts to take that next step toward his future, yeah, he realizes that he's got a really strong support system at home and two parents that really love him and support him. And I think he want, he really makes an effort to spend time with us. And I'm not going to say no. You're never going to say no to that. You're right. That's, I mean, I think my, my parents would have, wouldn't have said no to that. I wouldn't say no to that with my older daughter. You wouldn't no. with your kids. Nope, it's a situation all. where you want them to be independent, but you're never too far away from like yeah, I'll go to let's go to Pizza Ranch. You know, absolutely, that's fine. Yeah, you know, I mean, I would have canceled on anybody at that point. Any business yeah, meeting, anything, yeah. I would have said sorry. Have to reschedule because I have that moment. You know? Sure. Yep. Did he send you a Venmo request for what he paid afterwards? He did not. Well, What's even better? Well, so here's the deal, and I, you know, I, I can't believe I'm admitting this on a podcast, but we've said dumber things. Um, but Karen has the Venmo account. And okay. when I tried to do it, there was I didn't do it right. Do you need a and tutorial? It's because we both have the same account. Sure, number. that's what it is. And so now both of us are trying to do a Venmo oh, from geez. the same account, and so I can't do it. Yet I'm the I'm the guy that's going to be a grandpa. Yeah, well, I get it. <laughs> you can't Venmo it for twelve dollars. Yet I'm. You know what? I get I'm going to have you. Get me Venmo on my phone. This is not hard. This is not, this is not difficult. <laughs> I've got the app. This is not difficult. Accept the account. This is not my fault. Well, you have to have money. In I that mean, account. yeah, you, you have, yeah, money you in have to. Have, you have to have well, some money. Karen in. has something to tell me. Well, I mean, she's she yeah. has some explaining to do. That's really. That's What's, always the other way around. I'm the one that has the. You are the uh, the explainer. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she's the ultimate authority in that house. Well, she's the physically responsible one for sure. I mean, she's. She Which is the money. yeah, that's like totally opposite. In our house, I pay all the bills. Although they're they're all on auto pay. I mean, when you set them up on auto pay, they're pretty easy to get on. You know, it must be a Mary Crest right? thing. It must. Well, it could, it's great. Okay, there we go. Mary Crest class of ninety one. I get it. That's fine. I get it. <laughs> should we put our hands over our? Heart I really should. That, should yeah. we stand up for a second? Salute. You Stop. <laughs> your wife. I'm going to text your wife right now and yeah. tell her what a hard time you're giving me. That's okay. She's she'll laugh. She's taking care of patients at convenient care. That's right. She'd be like, I don't have time for this. Exactly. (laughs) I have COVID. I'm dealing with COVID. She doesn't have COVID. Let me clarify that. But she works with people who might have COVID. Well, she's treating people who may have. And that's. I mean, just when we laugh all the time and we joke about our jobs, and you and I both work in media, and we own other businesses and this and that, yet. Both of our wives, whether they're teachers or they're nurses, they, they're kind of on the front line with people every day. You know, the weird thing with Karen is, too, I mean, Karen and I really do have a relationship where we just talk about everything. And this is a part of her life she can't talk about. You know, with the HIPAA yeah. rules and stuff That's like true. that. That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. She, Even without giving me names, she can't tell me if she had positive COVID tests today. I know mm. that that's what she's doing. Sure. I've yeah. seen the gear that she wears. Does she wear that on home? She comes home and she keeps no, it on. She's no, like, no, no. Well, if she does, I don't. See I'm it. not going there. <laughs> I'm How not, big of you? I'm not going there either. I'm just saying, it's a okay, good look. Both of you, it's are a good look right now. We're just, I mean, coming from a guy who's soon to be dead, evidently. I'm just trying to live my best Can't life. Can't come soon enough right now. I mean. Just in case somebody calls, Karen's ready for Kevin to take see go. I mean, who do I need to talk to to, to talk to my six-year-old that says that 52 is not old? No need, one who knows you. No one, who, someone needs to, to explain that to her. Maybe I'll call the church and say, Father, can you explain to, uh, to Cam that I might be around a long time? Longer than she would like me to be around? I'm afraid he's going to say, who's this? Yeah, really. Who? What? You went, Who? Father, it's me. Do you, do you help her with math? <laughs> Not if I can avoid it. My my wife is a teacher, so I oh. delegate as much. I read with her. I love to read with her. 
And but other than that, I try to delegate all education responsibilities to my wife. Oh, I just thought maybe you could show her a graph of the life expectancy, and I'm only here in the middle. I'm right in the middle, honey. <laughs> I don't think that your life is. Never mm-hmm. mind. What's that? That's just going to be too mean. Okay, too hold mean. on. Let me call your wife. Oh, she's working. I'm sorry. <laughs> For reference, Kevin's uh, not on that graph. That's no, all I'm, st- I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be on the end, the upper end of that graph. Meanwhile, Mike, Mike's wife and I went to college together, they did. and we are. Yeah, <clears throat> Karen graduated. So did I. Are you? You did. I did the same year. We graduated the same class. Mary Crest. I'm proud of both of you. A school yeah. that no longer exists. Yes. Oh, Funny how they, that works. They put it out of business. Yeah, really. <laughs> These are the last two diplomas we're ever getting. It is a senior living facility, so a jack. You could go back. I could go back any day now. Now, see, now you sound like my wife, who is 39, who often says, if you don't stop that, I'm going to put you in a home. I'm not even old enough to be in a home. Stop it. And I'm going to outlive all you jerks. That's fine. I'm like, I say to her all the time, I'm going to outlive you just to spite you. Stop it. I think that's Katie's way of saying I don't want you in my home. I'm so like, are you kidding me? Home. Stop it. Oh, I can just see this. This is the same room I had when I was in college. Yeah, really. This is where I, this is where I lived in college. Back where it all began. Back where it all began. Oh, man. Okay, let's take a break because now I want to punch both of you. That's fine. <laughs> Well, you know what I need to do. Yeah, it's it's a bathroom break from Mike. Maybe a beer run for us. We'll be back. It's the journey from dude to dad. Welcome oh, back to another episode of the journey from dude to dad. I believe this is like episode twenty-two. It's more than that, isn't it? I thought we hit twenty-eight, we hit thirty. I don't know. Sure. The weird thing is, just as you were saying, "Welcome back," I'm thinking, "What episode is this?" And then you came sure. up with the number. You were only. But I think you're wrong. I think we're in the twenties. Are we really? I don't know. Do you want me to look right now? Hold game. on. Hold on. Let me let me look. Pause, on please. Pause. Yeah, Hold really. On, everyone. Pause, pause a second. We're, I will find it'll out. It'll be worth the wait. We Momentary. promise. Yeah, really. Oh, it'll really be worth the wait. Trust me. Hold on. I think Kevin was only. Where in are you? Oh, hold on. Yeah, really. Yeah, when we started this right, podcast, yeah. I was in my early forties. All right. Hold on. I guess it depends on how many episodes. These are weekly, not monthly, Jay. So that's a different. This would be episode twenty-three. Okay, so he may have been in his forties if this was once a month. You stand corrected. Like once a week. Yeah, no, you stand corrected. Twenty-three. I, I'm sorry. It's twenty-three. It's the number. You know, I think the problem is Kevin is never available when I. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. He's way too busy right. for me. Mike's like, I'm at a bar. Would you like to join yes. me? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kevin, where is your wife? Daughter. Where oh, is yeah. your wife? She's at work. Okay, I'll meet you. That's fine. <laughs> we're good. Lies. We're lies, good. Folks. It's all good. Lies. I'm like, we're good. It's fine. I'll be there. <laughs> is Jay gonna be there? That's great. Yeah. It's fine. Jay's new to the podcast. This is kind yeah, of a, are this you is regretting the decision to join us. Yeah, really. And you're like, I don't Many know what. This have, is really not know. a good decision. They're this one is, and done. They this is kind of like a release. This is by far the easiest thing I get to do. <laughs> Talking about fatherhood, having yep. a beer, having a little to eat. It, it's a pretty easy life. This is not bad. It is, I would say. And I love what I do at Local 4. Absolutely love what I do at Local 4. Love the strides they're making. Just love the stories we're telling. But I think I always feel a sense of responsibility for my young reporters that are Mm -hmm. there. They're young, strong adults. They all have their own families waiting for them, even if it's hundreds of miles away. But when they're going out on all the breaking news that we're doing or leading the investigations or just going out and covering things in this pandemic... I can't help but be on edge all day long. It's so like having 42 kids. It really kind of is. It yeah. really is. And then we come here and we just talk about yeah. being dads and we invite our friends to talk about being dads. And you're right. I really, it's the most stress-free thing that I do. I love doing this. Yeah, but it is like having an extended family at work. It is. Where you have reporters who are far away from home. Yep. Relatively young, somewhat experienced but inexperienced at the same time. They want to learn, yet they want to be independent. And yet they, the common denominator when I talk to them or when I see you talk to them is that they do feel like you're like a dad present. You're like, you have, you have that presence in their lives. And it, whether it's work-related or it's off the air, I mean, how many times have you said to me off this podcast, like so-and-so wanted to talk to me today or... I had this reporter who wanted to talk to me off the air. That's not by accident. 
You're making me getting, get serious now. You, I know. I hate that. that I hate know? that. I'm just here for the laughs. I know but, you are. You're here for the beer uh, and the laughs uh, and the popcorn. I get it. I, I will tell you that I, yes, I am invested. I, I love those young people. I, I can't call them kids because they're grown adults. I am humbled by the fact that they had an interview with me. And they said, yeah, I want to go to the Quad Cities and I want to work there. Yeah. And they've come hundreds of miles away. And now seeing how far we have come as a news department and what we're doing, I'm so proud of them. But then, you know, Father's Day rolls around. All of a sudden, I get a card and they'll write to my news dad and a gift. And I'm like, you guys are trying to wreck me right now. You're like, I'm my own kids didn't even get me this. It's my pleasure. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly. right. Yeah, right. my own kids they didn't even give me that. They me more than my own three. Uh, but... Anyway, in all seriousness, they're just, they're great young adults, and I'm not going to do necessarily, necessarily a shameless plug for the UHBF Local 4. Let's be honest, you are. But, (laughs) but hey, here's a plug. Here it comes. Three, two, one. I will tell you that they are the hardest working journalists in the Quad Cities. They are completely devoted to bringing you more local news than anybody else. We talked about it. I gave them a mission, and they're fulfilling that mission. And the breaking news that we are covering is absolutely unbelievable. So I can't help but be so ridiculously proud of what they're doing and who they are. But you know what? I don't. I seriously do not have one jerk on the staff. They're just all genuinely good people. And so sometimes I wake up and I go, oh, man, I'm really tired. I did a podcast till midnight with Kevin. I should sleep in. When have we ever done a podcast till midnight? It felt really. like it to me. Let's be honest. Well, so you get age, up every day. So, you know, I'm my, always see, worried about you. The difference is my age and your age are like a decade difference. Not true. Eight years. Six. S- okay, six. <laughs> okay, eight. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> but your work... Uh, and the work you do with those 20-somethings, it kind of drives you. It kind of keeps you going. It really does. It really I, does. You know, I, I, when I, I joined that group because of a documentary. Yeah. It was the documentary that, strangely enough, is going to be rebroadcast on Thursday. And that's really not meant to be a shameless, shameless plug. plug. But we need like a shameless plug <laughs> alert. It should be like a a loud siren or something. Right? Shameless plug alert. <laughs> but SPG. it was because we did. <laughs> yeah. I had done the documentary on teen depression and suicide, and the, the station wanted to air it. And so that started the conversation. And so after three meetings, I was, I mean, they talked to me about being the news director. And now here I am three and a half years later. So now we are taking three days, and this will all be at OurQuadCities.com. That's a shameless plug alert. <clears throat> but you may not get to catch it on the air by the time you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. So we're doing three days, four newscasts per day, different topics on teen depression and suicide. And it's going to culminate with my documentary, If You Only Knew the Journey Through Teen Depression and Suicide, on that Thursday. We're blowing out the hour between 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. to rebroadcast that. So it's being able to find these young adults that are invested in the community, that are so talented, so intelligent, and then have them take an idea and go with it. Yeah. You know? Again, I'm a proud news director and a proud adopted dad. It's just... It's become like more... For you, it seems like... I mean, granted, you've been in news for a long time. You're very good at what you do. Since you know what, and white TV. Well, maybe not that... Edward R. Murrow was dead by the time you started. Don't worry. It's fine. We'll talk to Jay about yeah, him. Yeah, really. Jay knows Jay's Edward R. Murrow. Him, He's actually. like, yeah, I knew that yeah. guy. I remember that guy. Exactly. I get Jay it. was like an older brother to him. Sure, I get it. I mean, that's fine. He's like, I, I grew up with that guy. That's fine. But for you... It seems like as the more we talk about it, that granted you're very skilled at what you do. You're a great news director. You know what you, you know. Rate you know. You, I mean, you know what you need to do to increase whether your digital numbers or your online numbers, whatever it may be. But you also are in a situation where you're growing a young staff, and they kind of look to you as guidance, whether it's like pseudo dad or whether it's 
teaching me about news or whatever it may be. And you kind of, I think you kind of thrive on that. I really do. I, um, I never dreamed that I would get this emotionally invested, but I think it's just, it's the dad gene. It's a strong gene. Uh, nobody will ever replace my three. I, those, they're my world. But I have to tell you that I would step out in front of a truck for the my work kids as well. Yeah. Because they're doing everything they can in the toughest of situations to be fair and responsible. You know, and I've talked to them when they came in. I said, you're not here to have an opinion. I don't care no. how you feel about COVID or how you feel about vaccinations or how you feel about the shootings in whatever part of town. You're here to give the facts. Yeah. And they're doing that. Well, one compliment I will give you, and it's very This is well the only deserved. one. This here is we awesome. go. This is the one. Hold it. Yes. <laughs> Can somebody record, please? Record this. Record. Hold on. I've run into you a few times when you've had meetings after hours with some of your employees. First of all, I would not have guessed they were as young as what they were. And when you told me how young they were, I couldn't believe actually how mature they were. But when you talked to them about the what you wanted out of the business, out of the station, out of them, their attention was on you 100% the whole time, not like any one of our kids when you're talking to them that they're playing with their food or they're doing, right. you know, and you're kind of wondering whether or not yeah. they're paying attention to you. They were locked on to you, which said to me, wow, they have a lot of respect for what Mike is telling them right now. Yeah, thank you very much. But I, I, yeah, they're good people. Yeah. And I didn't mean for this to turn into a Local 4 podcast. We're going to have our own. But it did. Coming up soon. Hey, uh, <laughs> this week on Local 4. Exactly. Uh, are, you know, <laughs> God gives you opportunities. And I, I really did not think at my age, three and a half years ago, I would be moving back into the broadcast industry. You'd been out of TV for a, uh, quite a while. And you had been very I would successful. Say daily television. But well, yeah, daily, but you had, but you've been very. You're right. You had done some other stuff in and and through Mickle Communications, and, yeah, you do a lot of documentaries. But yeah. on a day to day basis, you had been out of it, and so since for you, is it is it since it was black and white? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you find now that it is more about the day to day news coverage, or do you really thrive more on growing that young staff? who is becoming seasoned professionals themselves. Ooh, Kevin. I know. At with, 27 with, minutes in, that's I a great know, question. With a, with a, wow, a tough question. Well, three beers in and I ask good questions. Okay. <laughs> Man, don't give him a fourth. This one's tough. Um, it's both. And I know that sounds like a cheap way out. I am, I'd like a better answer than that. At my core, so let me start with this. At my core... I am extremely competitive. Sure. I have worked for the number one television station for 17 years Mm -hmm. in our community. Sure. WHBF is not the number one station. Mm -mm. And so when I came there, I said, you know what? We're not going to suck. And I had a plan to move us forward. Yeah. But then I really got to know these young adults that were there. And, you know, in this market... You keep people for a couple of years and they move on. Sure. So the crew that I have now is not the crew that I had when I started. Or will that you'll have two years from now. No. The, the crew that left, they gave me a hug when they left. This crew will have a going away party and invite me and then hug me before they leave the station for their final time and hug me at the end of the party. I mean, I think my relationship grows with each group that I have. So I absolutely, because I don't, again, I don't have one jerk on the staff. I want them to grow. And the great thing about, and this is not a a shameless plug, but just... Shameless plug alert. Number four. Keeping it real. Go ahead. Many people don't know that WHBF is owned by Nexstar. I knew that. And so Nexstar is the largest broadcast media company in the U.S. Okay. So they pride themselves on, of course, we sign people to contracts. That's what we do. But during that contract, if you see a job at another Nexstar station that's closer to Mm -hmm. home or a larger market or something you want to pursue, 
then come talk to me. I reach out to that news director and say, not sure this is what you're looking for or who you're looking for, but want you to know about this person. And we've had some really good success throughout the company in moving people closer to their dream market. Okay. You know, just like when Kyle gets ready to leave again in a couple of months, is it going to be easy for me? No, but I'm going to have a smile on my face because I'm going to know. No, you're going to cry. Don't okay, forget. I'm gonna cry. You're, you're not going to you'll smile, smile but you'll cry through the Shut tears. Up. Through the tears. Not audience participation time. Leave me alone. Um, but you're right. That's exactly what I'll do. But I'll know that he's moving forward and getting yeah. closer to living out a dream. And so I want the same thing for them. I really do. I, you know, I. Yeah. I would invite anybody who watched Local Four four years ago. And is looking at us now. Oh, sure. To give me a comment on how things have changed. We see it on social media all the time. We're getting the comments. We oh, know, we're I mean, the I mean, granted, I hate to give you a compliment, but I know. I know. I really do. You better take a drink first. I do. I, hold on. Let me get a drink. Let me take a drink. <laughs> That's why I wanted to throw one. I know. We go, let me. Let me. Oh, that was good. That was my. That was, that was a good beer. But you're right. It is a situation where the level of professionalism, the level of whatever it might be, the gap between where you're at and the other TV stations has narrowed significantly. And granted, you're motivating those 20-somethings or whatever, but there is, there's a level of leadership or of newsmanship, whatever you want to call it. You have to set a tone for them. Whether they're 22 or whatever, they still have to have a leader. And so that, that the TV station is going in the right direction... I mean, that's got to be a sense of pride for you. Thank you. Uh, no, I mean, I mean that sincerely because I see it as someone who's in media my whole life. Whether I mean, I've done mostly radio, but I get newspaper and TV, and I get that. It's very obvious to me as I watch either either look at the website or watch the newscast that it is significantly better than it would have been four or five years ago. And that is that because you have a bunch of 20-somethings? No. It's because you can lead a team of people, but they rally around you, and they take their individual skills, and they make the whole conglomerate better. And that, when you get enough people that are doing that, it rises the whole boat. And that, that to me, is a testament of not only your people, I hate to say this, but what, but at the same time what you do. <laughs> I hate that. For those of you it, listening at it, home, it would you please greatly to say that <laughs> and give it to me because I'll never get this kind of praise from Kevin ever again. Totally it's pains like the me to say brother that. I never asked I know. for, but that's okay. But it's thank tough you very much. Kids that age to get them all to buy into what you're trying to get them to, the direction you're trying to get you know, them to go. And you, you get them to buy in by investing in them first, sure, and letting them know yes. that you care yeah. about them and you hear what they want. And what they're hoping for. And yeah. then you try to have a conversation with them that doesn't deflate their hopes or their dreams. Keeps it real, but at the same time then says, okay, let's work toward that. And, you know, it's amazing. And I've told them all that I will not ask them to do anything that I haven't either done or will do. That's true. My, you know, and I've been blessed to be here. Kevin, you know more than anybody that I did not plan on sticking around the quad. No, not at all. I came here to lose my southern accent, move on. Went somewhere else, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, Oklahoma and Arkansas. You have lost the accent, though. I'll give you that. Well, Karen says when I get mad, it comes right back. Well, so that's, <laughs> could, we do, could you do a whole podcast with your southern accent, please? I could, but I'm afraid that it would never go away I love after it. that. That'd yeah, really. That would be, we would save that forever. Mm-hmm. Give him Walker, let me tell you one dang thing. Let me tell you something. That's ding, dang, ding, old, ding, ding, dang, 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 dang. So, yeah, no, I'm never going to do that. I can't believe I just did 30 seconds of it. But anyway, <laughs> you have to invest in them and let them know that they can achieve their dreams. And then you know what? When they realize, hey, he, he means what he says. I mean, when I hop in the car and go with some of them to breaking news or out doing winter weather coverage and I'm... I'm broadcasting live as we're driving somewhere on winter, yeah. you know, wintry roads. At least they know that I'm not asking them again to do something that I wouldn't do. So, so how much satisfaction do you get from that? As that's your job, that is literally what you paid are paid to do. Part of it, and how much of it is satisfaction? Not only that you get paid, but that you are working with those 22, 23, 24, 25 year olds. 
and they're listening to you, they're following you, they're wanting to learn from you, how much of it is this is what I do and how much of it is it I'm working with people who appreciate what I what I have what I bring to the table. Ninety five to ninety seven percent is about the people that I work with and that work for me. I, and I mean that honestly. Of course the paycheck's good, but you know what? You'd work for free. With the family You'd work focus. for free if you could, right? Is what you're saying? No. You'd, you'd do it for no, free. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> Attention, uh, Channel 4. Shut up. Mike says he'd work for free. Oh, he lo- he loves it. Karen Mickle. Right hey, with our attention, podcast. Karen Mickle. Mike says he'd work for free. <laughs> Kevin, get a sponsor for Shirty from Dude We need a big now. sponsor. We need three sponsors to offset oh, that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but you know, but you, but you literally... You get satisfaction. You don't just get paid to go to work. You actually come home at the end of the day and you have some satisfaction with what you do. And it really, in a way, translates to almost like a, a dad relationship with those kids. It is. And, you know, I, I have, I will, I've said it here on this podcast. On, I thought we had done 30-something episodes. I think 10 of them got erased. But that's okay. Sure. I know at some point. I know math is hard when you're, like, you know, near 60. <laughs> I'm not almost dead. I'm going to call well, Cam right now. I think yeah, really. Dad's ready. Like, call, her, call my wife's phone. Dad's hey, I hear, you, I hear your dad's almost dead. He's a grandpa. I'm not. Stop. Oh, my. She doesn't even understand. No, she's like, I'm not sure grandfather. what. No. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, dad. Cam. I kind of think she does. That's- I mean, I love that kid, but she's wrong. Now, let's be honest. I knew there was a butt coming. I'm not a grandpa, I love that kid, nor but. am I almost dead. And this episode is going on in at least an hour. We're almost to an hour now, but that's fine. Week, weekend but, at Kevin's. But, yes, I do truly care about them, and they do treat me like they're dad away from dads. And, it, you know, and I don't take that lightly. I mean, I, again, there's nothing I wouldn't do for Kyle, Kate, and Matt. I love those kids. But do you feel the same way, like you would do the same thing, like if one of your reporters said, hey, Hey, Mike, I'm stuck on Locust Street in Davenport with a flat tire. You would, like, come help them? Absolutely. See, now that to I'd me... i car immediately. Yeah, see, that says... That says... That shows well, the kind of... Well, I've changed the flat, I might well, I mean, to I understand that. with I mean, that's what tri- I would show up. That's what AAA's for. I, I get it. You're like, I got AAA. Let me get my card out. Actually, Mike would call me and say, Yeah, hey, he's like, Jay, can you come pick, can me, you come up? pick me up? change a flat. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Maybe you need to go change I'd be like, Mike... He'd call <laughs> me and be like, lie. I'm not that's available. Yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. I got My six-year-old thinks I'm dying. I got to go. I wouldn't ask you to do manual labor. No, you know better. No way. I haven't changed a tire in 20 years. And again, that's why AAA is around. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's, that's that. why we. Yeah, that's why we have these memberships. Karen doesn't understand. Absolutely. That. Yeah. yeah. We love our wives, but we also love the ability to make life simpler. I get it. I get it. Because we're tired, and because t- you keep saying that, I'm not as tired as you. I'm tired, but I'm not as tired as you. I, I think, mean, I get it. I think it's a duel for me. I'm tired, and I'm tired of you. Yeah, right but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> kidding. Thanks kidding. for joining us. <laughs> this will be our last podcast. Well, this will be our last podcast. No, you we've, can't quit me. We've, we've dissolved this partnership right now. That's fine. Not at all. I get it. Just when we got, we got, we're brand new location, and we're going to be done after one podcast. That's fine. I want to come back here and drink some more. That's okay. fine. Okay. All right. Then. That's good. I don't quit you. How about that? No, that's fine. I like you I, a lot. I heart you. That's fine. <laughs> How much more dad like uh, no can you be? No wonder kids don't want to talk to Yeah, us. really. They're like, yeah. Dad, you, I heard your podcast. It was awful. <laughs> Just when I thought you couldn't embarrass me more. Now look what you're doing. Oh, got. boy. Yeah, exactly. Just pay my tuition bill and stop talking yeah. to me. That's fine. I get I it. I just want a check. Actually, nobody else has a check. Only the Mickles still have a checkbook. That's right. That's yes, exactly. That's right. Dad, I'll teach you how to Venmo. Stop writing checks. Jay's like, I could have been at home for the last hour and a half. He's like, I'm done with this. This is fine. It's all right. Yeah. I need another account, clearly, another bank account, because I, the, the Venmo thing doesn't work for me. How do you not know how to Venmo? I mean, that that is by itself. Other people are telling me because Karen and I have the same checking account, and she's already got a Venmo account. That's why it's rejecting mine. Well, so that's true. Then you just get her login, and you use her login. 
It's the it's your oh. joint checking it. I know that that's yeah. like sacrilege, but it's the joint. Last no, time, I last time I checked, oh, last that makes sense. Last time I checked, your money went into that account. I mean, that's funny. Jeez. How often do you check? I mean, really? Yeah, really. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, but this is why Karen handles the finances. Wow. For all of you listening I mean, at home. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, I mean, so get her login. That's awesome. I mean, okay. Well, Venmo, I, I guess, is off the it. table. He can. De- you can download it on my phone. Gee, well, it wouldn't do any good because you don't have access to your own money. That's yeah, fine. Okay. I'll Benbo you two bucks. That's great. Just to say thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Tip me. That's fine. Not good. That's good. I mean, perhaps this location is a little off the rails. We appear to have been veered off the path for oh about 48 my. minutes. Can you tell we like fatherhood? I th- yeah, and all I things, think so. All things, I kind of feel all like things dads. If Seinfeld were a podcast, sure, would this would be, be what it'd be it, like. Because yeah, it's yeah. really a podcast about nothing. Please share with your friends. <laughs> we are having a good time, aren't we? We do, absolutely, we do. And you know, it, it, and if they're going there just rambling, that's their fault, because we have invited others to join us. Absolutely. If you owned your own microphones and gear, you could ramble like us, too. Exactly. And if not, come borrow ours. We're fine with that. You know where we're at. Yeah. Well, perhaps well, for, now yeah. we're at a new location, so we. Th- although I'm, I, I'm liking this. This is good. Well, we could. Good. This could be like our standby, our second location. I'm down with that. That's good. I like it. I like the vibe. Jay, what do you think? You like this? Oh, you I like do. caddies? I, Jay's like you I like would. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Ca- beer. Caddies is certainly both. very nice, they but like. they appear they to have beer them. here as well, so that's good. Caddies gives and us the back I'm, room. We can close the door. That that's helps. that's I'm true. I'm not sure what the entertainment value going on at the moment over there. Well, is. we were able to turn the, the, the jukebox off so we could keep it down for right, podcast use. What's with the... I don't really know what's you going know, on nobody, here. Nobody's seeing this, Jay, so they have yeah, no idea true. what this he's is, talking This is an audio-only podcast. But you know what? And Sometimes, I, Jay, nobody knows what you're talking about even exactly. when they can't see it. So that's that's true. That and there you go. And, for way too many years. Sure. Yes. That's fine. I'm not even going to try and describe. No, at this note, we're just going to keep it quiet and keep it keep it uh, to the end of. We're going to end this podcast, unless you have something else you'd like to cover. No. Are you sure? I yeah. I I'm tired. I I know you are. You're permanently tired. I get it. I understand. It's hard. It's a hard life. It is. But that's good. And you still have half a beer left, so you're fine. It's not half All right, so once again, I'm going to ask you to remind them where they can find us on social and on uh, okay. on the web. It's the journey from dude to dad. Look, he broke into that like it was Instagram a news story. And yeah. it's journeytodad.com on the Very web. nice. Right? Where? On the web. On the web. All right. On the web. Very that's nice. That's our website. That's, that's very good. You're hired. And that's the number two. Number <laughs> you're two hired. Word. Thanks. There we go. All right. Well, join us next episode. We'll be back soon with more dads and more info on uh, the journey from dude to dad. Maybe a dude. Well, that's possible. Are you saying Jay's not a dude? Oh, not even close. He's a dad. Jay hasn't been a dude since the 1960s. Oh, wow. Dude, if you want to take care wait of him. Wait a minute. I was, wait only, a minute. I was not even 10 he was, yeah. See? <laughs> See? Exactly. Maybe 1972. I get there it. We go. That's fine. Yes. All right. It's a journey from <laughs> you to dad. We all feel better now. That's right. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. We'll talk to you again. <laughs>